Hi, and welcome to Healing Quest. I'm Judy Brooks. And I'm Roy Walkenhorst. Our focus here on Healing Quest is a healthy lifestyle, and that includes integrative health and energy medicine to help us all achieve optimum well-being. Well, thanks for joining us today. As usual, we're going to cover a lot of ground on the show. And we mean that literally because we're going to start with a health challenge that's getting worldwide attention. We're talking about the coronavirus. It started in Wuhan, China, and is having an impact throughout Asia and beyond. And even though 98% of coronavirus cases reported so far have been in China, concern is rising in the U.S. that somehow this new bug could spread to our country. So making sure that our immune system is as strong as possible is more important than ever. If for nothing else, then peace of mind. And as a result, we've asked renowned microbiologist Kieran Krishnan to join us from his home base in Chicago to discuss what we can do to keep our immune system at maximum strength. Hi, Kieran. Hi, thank you so much for having me, Judy and Roy. First of all, just so we can get some perspective on this, isn't it true that the flu is actually a bigger threat to Americans than the coronavirus? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, the, the, the flu infects hundreds of thousands of, of, of Americans each year, causing something around 17, 18,000 hospitalizations and a few thousand deaths each year. And, and so it, it is far, far a bigger danger to us than coronaviruses. But, you know, in general, viruses are problematic. You know, we don't have a whole lot of antivirals out there that can really be used to treat viruses. And we are heavily dependent on a strong immune system to to survive a viral infection, whether it's corona, influenza, um, or whatever it may be that we may come in contact with. So, And that's why, you know, when you look at the types of people that end up succumbing to the flu infection or the corona infection, they tend to be elderly or tend to be really young people because their immune systems aren't well developed yet. And so having a well-functioning immune system gives you that extra edge in dealing with these potential infections. Now, if I recall some of our previous conversations, I think 70 or 80 percent of our immune system is in our gut. So I'm assuming that having a healthy gut is really important to having a strong immune system. It's paramount to a strong immune system. You really cannot have a functioning immune system until you have a healthy gut. That's in part why babies for the first six months of life are highly dependent on mom's immune system through uh, breast milk and all of the immunological benefits that come from breast milk uh, for their protection because their guts aren't developed, their, their microbiome hasn't developed quite fully yet, and, and in turn, their immune system hasn't developed because, as you said, about 80% of it is in the gut. So that, I think, brings us to the topic of probiotics, because one thing we've learned over the years in talking with you is that probiotics are essential to maintaining the health of the gut microbiome. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, there are a couple of critical areas within the immune system that's found in the gut um, that probiotics, the right kind of probiotics, for example, the spore-based probiotics, that inter- they interact with these tissues, and then the reaction to that interaction is a proliferation of our immune fighters, if you will. So our immune system has things like T cells and B cells, which people have heard about, natural killer cells, dendritic cells, macrophage cells. All of these cells play slightly different roles in how they defend the body, but all of them are important when it comes to a viral or bacterial infection or exposure. Now, a lot of the stimulation to create the trigger, if you will, for these cells to upregulate themselves, 
is in an area of the of the digestive tract called the ileum, which is the terminal end of your small intestine. And there are these um, these immune patches called the payers patches. They are said to be the most potent immune stimulatory area. And um, and when the payers patches are stimulated they trigger the proliferation of all of these immune defense cells. And um, the biggest stimulators of this payer patches are the bacteria in your gut, including any probiotics you might take. So one really important function of a probiotic, if you want to look at a probiotic for immune support, is that the probiotic has to be able to stimulate the payer's patches and increase the proliferation of the immune cells so you have more defenses in your body. Mm-hmm. And if you're taking a spore-based probiotic, uh, I'm assuming that that's the case. Absolutely. That's one of the things we've studied with the spores is what does it do to the immune response? Um, you know, number one, upregulating the immune response in general is a beneficial thing in terms of defense mechanisms for ourselves. But many people also have problem areas of the immune system that are too upregulated, right? In the case of allergies, for example, or in the case of autoimmune conditions. So these are unfavorable parts of the immune system that are doing things that they shouldn't be doing. So we don't want to upregulate those parts. So then there's a regulatory component of the immune system called the Treg system, whose job it is is to monitor these immune responses and bring down the unfavorable ones. And the, and the spores um, stimulate the Treg system as well. So not only are we getting an uplifting all of the defense mechanisms, we're getting an uplifting of the regulatory component of the immune system so that your immune responses can be most efficient without being damaging or harmful. If you're just joining us, you're listening to Healing Quest. I'm Roy Walkenhorst. And I'm Judy Brooks. And we're talking about maximizing the strength of our immune system in this time, not only for the flu season, but also, you know, God forbid we have to deal with a coronavirus. Mm-hmm. So... Karen, I know we've talked about other components to uh, maintaining a healthy gut. One is uh, prebiotics. Do they possibly play a role here if we're really trying to make sure we're keeping ourselves as as strong as possible in that area? Yeah, actually, they play a very critical role. So um, imagine your, you know, your body is a very intricate network, uh, and the areas distal to the gut, meaning areas away from the gut, where you need immune protection. Uh, from a distance-wise, from a cellular standpoint, can be quite far away. So imagine you are a, an immune cell that was born in the immune tissue near the gut, typically you know, starting in the bone marrow and then, and then maturing in different glands, and then you're sent out in circulation uh, throughout the body. And your job as an immune cell is to find invading viruses and bacteria that are coming into the respiratory tract or the eyes and other area and then you're supposed to find them sequester them and get rid of them and then of course signal to the rest of the immune system that there's a problem here now those cells that are circulating around in the body require energy right they require energy to do what they do as it turns out butyrate which is one of the compounds that's made in the colon by beneficial bacteria is the main energy source for many of the circulating immune cells. So you've got all of these special forces uh, uh, warriors in your body that are circulating around defending all of the orifices and areas where viruses and all can enter. But in order to keep them functioning, they have to be fed by colonic bacteria that's producing butyrate, 
one of the main effects of the prebiotic or any good prebiotic is it stimulates the production of butyrate. So not only is the probiotic stimulating the payers patches and the ileum to, to upregulate the immune response, but then you've got the prebiotic in the colon producing the fuel that the immune system needs to function. Sort of like making sure the SEAL Team 6 has, uh, has three square meals a day. Absolutely. So the, the MREs that the, that the <laughs> soldiers eat, you know, this is the factory for the MREs, right? So imagine sending SEAL Team 6 out on a mission for four or five days and then forgetting to send them with any food or drink. Um, <laughs> they're not going to make it very far, as, as amazing as as trained as they are, right? So, um, so not only are we training these, these cells, we are upregulating these cells in the, in the ileum, then the colonic bacteria, the good bacteria that the prebiotic supports, provides the fuel and food source for them. So, yeah, so the prebiotics more important than ever, actually, I'm getting. Absolutely. This time of year, you know, for me, I, I'm diligent. I actually double up my dose of the probiotic, and I'm very diligent about taking my prebiotic this time of year because someone like me, especially I'm on airplanes all the time, you know, these are uh, tin cans full of uh, people <laughs> breathing and sneezing and coughing on each other. And uh, yes. you know, the last thing I need is land at a, at a conference and be sick. So, so I upright, I um, increase my dose of all of that stuff. Okay, good. Cause that was the question I was going to ask you is, should we be taking like, instead of taking one spore-based probiotic, which in the one we like is just thrive uh, every day, take two this time of year. Yeah. Basically for me, uh, as an example, from October Till mid-March, I'm taking double the dose. So I'm, I would be taking two a day um, and, and, and taking the prebiotic as well. I do the same with my kids. My kids typically take one cap a day, but this time of year and in that period, what, what we call the flu season, um, they take double the dose. Quick question on that with the children. If you're uh, opening up the capsule and putting it into a drink, what if you've got someone that, you know, a child that only drinks milk or water? Can you put it in milk? Yeah, absolutely. You can put it in any beverage, hot or cold. You can also mix it in food. You know, I've done it with my kids, for example, in a peanut butter jelly sandwich, right? So if you're making a sandwich, uh, just open the cap and sprinkle it in between the peanut butter and jelly. They have no idea it's ever there, and they'll get, they'll get their dose in with, the, with that sandwich. Perfect. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. This is this is really great information for our listeners, and it's always good for us to hear what anything more we can be doing to stay healthy. You know, one thing that's interesting is um, one of the things I think that really drives these conditions is is people not staying home when they when they have symptoms. Right? There's uh-huh. there's this mentality that we have here in the U.S. of oh, I go to work even when I'm sick, you know, like because it's, it's, a, it's a hubris thing in some ways. Yes. Uh, but that's actually not good. In fact, with the flu, um, what's interesting is a recent study came out two years ago um, showed that if someone is sick with the flu and they don't have to be really sick, they don't have to be throwing up and all that, they could just be carrying the virus and having some symptoms, even when they breathe, they, they exhale enough of the flu virus that if you're within five, six feet of them, you'll be picking it up. So you don't have to have somebody sneezing on you. You don't have to have someone coughing on you. Even just their normal breathing will, will put the flu out in the orbit around them for five or six feet. So if they're walking through subways and, you know, work hallways and all that, they're shedding this stuff everywhere. So, you know, 
don't be brave. If you have any symptoms at all, stay home, take care of yourself, you know, um, get the fluids and then take your spores and um, certainly any other supplements that you think help your immune system like uh, vitamin C and so on. Thanks, Kieran. Well, we've been speaking with Kieran Krishnan, the Chief Science Officer of Just Thrive Probiotics, about what we can all do to make sure that our immune system is at maximum strength in this time of not only the flu, but also uh, possibly the coronavirus. So you can learn more about the probiotics we've been discussing at JustThriveHealth.com. What Kieran said was so good about, don't be brave, don't bring the flu to work, even if you think, I just got a little bit of it, because... Yeah, it's not that easy. But among the other common sense precautions are wash your hands regularly with soap and water. Mm -hmm. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Disinfect surfaces you may share with others. And get regular sleep and regular exercise. And just a couple weeks ago, we were talking about a new study that said, boy, people who get exercise on a regular basis get fewer bouts of the flu. Exercise does all kinds of wonderful things. It's so good that you went to the gym this morning. Yes, (laughs) and sleep is definitely uh, right at the top of that list. So uh, you know, I I, you know we can't stress that enough is getting getting enough sleep, especially this time of year. Keeping your immune system healthy at this time of year, especially, is really important. And that means taking the spore-based probiotics that Kieran is suggesting, which is just thrive. Because they really work. Because they really work. And the research is there. And the research is there, that's for sure. Well, still to come in our show with Valentine's Day fast approaching, we're going to talk about some fascinating research that's been done on the topic of love. And we're going to have some menu suggestions in case you're planning a a romantic Valentine's Day Mm. dinner. (laughs) Don't forget, podcasts of this and other Healing Quest shows are available at our website, HealingQuest.tv. Please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Healing Quest. I'm Roy Walkenhorst. And I'm Judy Brooks, and you're listening to Healing Quest on iHeartRadio. Radio.